Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to our second installment here of the Guys Behind the Glass podcast. To my left is the great Luke Legronsky, better known as Luke Legrano. That's our, me. Our traffic extraordinaire here on the Bernie and Sid in the Morning Show at WABC Radio. That's 770 WABC Radio. Uh, to my right, we've got Michael Dedino. Is that your full name, Michael? Yeah, Michael. What else would it be? Mike? My full name's Michael. How about it? Sorry, my full name is Luke, so it's a valid question. Not Lucas? No. How about it? Anyways, to my right, I've got uh, Mike Dodino, who, um, formerly known as Michael, now a Mike, works on the uh, Greg Kelly program in the afternoons here at WABC Radio, but in our free time, in our spare time, we're lucky enough to be able to uh, produce and um, participate in this podcast. Uh, the guys behind the glass this week. Obviously, the big story that we're going to focus on is the big game coming up this Sunday. There's a football game this Sunday? A big, 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 big football game. We've got the Rams uh, and Bengals in Los Angeles, I believe. The Rams are playing a home game. They sure are. For um, all the glory in L.A., They'll be at their home stadium, SoFi Stadium, out in L.A. I don't know if it's exactly within the city limits. It's in Inglewood, California. Yeah. So not technically L.A. That's like like saying nine places in the NFL where they don't play in the city of their name. That's like saying the Patriots play in uh, Boston, or that's like saying the Giants and Jets play in New York. Yeah, you got it. It's all just a, a lie. So that's fine. That's good and well. I'm not going to harp on that. We'll get right into the details of the game. You know, obviously the Rams playing at home, being a favorite by, uh, I know Tadino's been up to date with the with the point spread. I believe it started at four and a half, and now it's down to four. I believe it opened actually two weeks ago at three and a half, and it, it's been jumping around at four and a half and four. It depends where you bet it. On FanDuel, it's four. On DraftKings, it's four and a half. So... Depends where you bet it. Quick question to you guys. Um, do you think the Rams actually have a home field advantage here? Because we, you know, we've said they're home, but do they have any sort of home field advantage? 1,000%, yes. You do uh, think Yeah, so? I do. I think um, less than per usual, obviously. You're going to have a lot of traveling fans, and, and I think there's going to be a good portion of the people there that aren't fans of either team. I mean, you get that at every Super Bowl. Just people that like to go to the Super Bowl, media, personnel, all that good stuff. Um, so, you know, I, I think to a certain degree you will see a home field advantage, but it is what it is. I, what are you going to do, change the location of the Super Bowl a week before? Are you, I mean, you got to kind of settle settle with where you picked the game should be. I, I'm under the belief that somewhere down the road they should not build a neutral location, but have a neutral location in mind, a backup in mind, in case this does happen so you don't run into these these arguments that, hey, are the Rams really at that much of an advantage because they are playing at home in L.A.? So Rams technically, we'll, we'll call it a home game. Rams at home, minus four or, or four and a half, whichever line you want to take. What are we thinking, boys? I'm thinking Rams over Bengals. Um, you know, I, I think they do cover that four-point spread uh, easily. I'm taking a score of 33-21. to 21. I know it's a bit of a precarious score, but I'm also going to take that over at 48 and a half. So, you know, I mean, what's 33 plus 21? Quick, math, 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 math. What? 54. How about it? So, I'll take the over. I think big games in general, these championship games, if you look back at the history of them, they uh, 
they tend to be more high scoring than usual. Um, you know, Luke was making the argument today earlier that defense does play a big role in these games, which it does. Which it does, but I think traditionally you're going you're gonna to see point totals over over 45, and in this case, I believe it will be over 48 and a half. What say you, Mike Didino? I'll pass it to Luke first because obviously my pick is kind of dependent on where Luke was going to go here. <laughs> oh, you're playing it by ear. So I had mentioned to Justin before that defense does win championships, and that's why I think this is that that under number at 48 and a half is beautiful. I think that's right where it should be. Uh, I've got a final score 27 20. Los Angeles. So you guys both have the Rams. So Damn we got it. the Rams cover. Well, you can take the Rams too, Mike. Yeah. It just feel, like, like tell me this game just doesn't feel like it's going to be a blowout. I think it's going to be a little closer, but it feels like it could be a blowout. Dude, last week the Bengals played one half of football, and it was a great half of football, and they came back and won. But if they come out slow like they or not last week, two weeks ago, but if they come out like they did uh, two weeks ago, they're not winning this football game. In fact, they're losing by a couple of touchdowns. So here's your X factor. The Bengals' defense, as Justin just alluded to, they allowed 21 points in the first half last week. Could have been 28 if Eli Apple didn't make that tackle on Tyree Kill in the last play of the half. Then they blanked Mahomes, Andy Reid, Travis Kelsey, and Tyree Kill for half. I don't know what uh, scheme-wise they changed up in that second half, but whatever they did, it's really worked like... I mean, I've never seen the Chiefs sputter like that. And we saw the Chiefs struggle throughout the season at times this year. But really most – it was really a lot of um, self, it was self-inflicted wounds that the Chiefs beat themselves on this year. So to, to blank Mahomes for a half, you just don't see that happen. So I, I believe your X factor will be how, how the Bengals come out and play on defense. Also your second X factor, and we saw last year in the Super Bowl, the offensive line defensive line, Tampa Bay's front seven dismantled the Chiefs offensive line and Matt Patrick Mahomes can do anything. Rams obviously have the massive advantage there with Aaron Donald and Von Miller who's also playing real well. Yeah. Bengals offensive line has struggled in the postseason, had played better last week. They did allow nine sacks in the divisional round against Tennessee. So there are my two X factors. Um, unfortunately, I think I'm going to side with you guys and go with the Rams minus four as well. You're Keep- upset about it? I, I like to fade the public. You like to play devil's advocate. I like to play devil's advocate. I do. I don't love the minus four. The last two weeks, Rams won by three points in each of those weeks. Yeah. And the public is on Bengals' money line. If it would be total Vegas to, for the Rams to win on a field goal. Well, listen, you're seeing a lot of love out there for Joe Burrow. Obviously, he's a, a fantastic-looking man, um, especially when he's under center, kind of just tickling the balls of the of his um, of his center man there. Well done, Joe. I really love to see that out of him. Uh, and, you know, I mean, the guy's got style, and he's got a cannon of a fucking arm. So, listen, I'm taking the over on Burrow, 276.5 passing yards. I'm taking the over on Stafford as well, 281.5. I think both of them are going to light the world on fire, which is part of the reason why I think that that final score is going to be over 48.5. And And, uh, then my hot take as well is OBJ to score two plus TDs at plus 800. Wow. All right. So, I actually, I was going to ask you guys. Mike specifically favorite bet because obviously Justin and I are going to go with the over. My favorite bet was going to be Odell Beckham touchdown. But Mike, what say you? You're the numbers guy here. I got a few props I'm looking at right now. Let the record show it's Wednesday at 11.23 a.m. I like to follow the money. I like to see how the lines change. So I won't be locking anything in until Sunday. A few props I am looking at. One prop in particular I like. Samaje P. Ryan. The backup running back Who? on the Bengals. He's playing on third down. Samaj P. Ryan, the brother, if you don't remember, Stephen A. Smith could not pronounce the name LaMichael P. Ryan, the running back of the New York Jets. He called him Lamical Perrin. Lamical Perrin. Yeah, so now this is Samaj Perrin. It's Correct. traffic. 
over receptions, one and a half. Over reception yards, ten and a half. That's one catch. And we saw last week he was playing on third downs for Joe Mixon. If the Bengals were to fall behind in this game, I think we'd see a lot of Samaje P. Ryan. And you're really asking for one catch, and you hit that over in yards. Um, another prop I like is T. Higgins over, I believe he's at 70 yards. Uh, we know that Jalen Ramsey will be following around Jamar Chase. T. Higgins the last two weeks. Last week, 10 targets, 6 catches, 100 yards. Against Tennessee, 9 targets, 7 catches, 96 yards. Um, it's going to be Jalen Ramsey shadowing Jamar Chase. So it should leave a lot of room for T. Higgins, who is Joe, Mer- Joe Burrow's 1B. 19 targets over the last two weeks. Had a great season, 1,000 yards. He, he's quietly been Joe, Joe Burrow's 1B. And close to 1A, he's just been overshadowed by Chase because of the touchdowns. You're going to see a lot of, uh, you know, um, checkdown passes, I think, if Aaron Donald and that defensive Rams line is as successful as we believe they might be getting to the quarterback. You might see some, some big gains out of these running backs that Mike had mentioned. What about you, Luke? So... I'm going to move on, and I'm going to ask you guys this. Do you guys have an MVP in mind? Because that's going to play into my hot take. I think the worst bet of all time for MVP is Aaron Donald. You I think that's the worst I bet? I think so. Is, was that your guy? That sure is. Exactly. Everybody is choosing Aaron Donald to win MVP. I disagree. Oh, every, outside of the two big ones in Stafford and Burrow, and maybe Cup. Every, I see every, Cup, I see Akers, I see Chase. I've seen everybody on Aaron Donald. He's the most popular, I think, uh, bet right now for MVP based on his odds. For Aaron Donald to win MVP, it's going to have to be A, a low-scoring game, and it's going to have to be B, going to probably have to either score a touchdown, force a fumble that wins him the game. He's going to have to have that... That, that the biggest play of the game. I, I don't think there's value in, in Aaron Donald winning MVP. Where I think the value lies is in the receivers and the running backs. Cooper Cup at six to one, pretty sneaky. A, a complete dart throw. T. Higgins. If Jalen if Jalen Ramsey shadows Jamar Chase, it's possible that Jamar Chase is neutralized. Let's just say Jamar Chase forty five yards. That could open up an one hundred and fifty yard game for T. Higgins if he scores two touchdowns. That could get you MVP. Most likely, it's Burrow or Stafford. But if you're looking for odds, I think it's in the receivers. And uh, that's really it. I don't love either of the running backs either. So, I, my hot take was going to be that even though I think the Rams are going to come, come away with this win, I don't think Matt Stafford's going to impress anyone in this game. I really think that he's going to have a bogus game. He's going to really just get by. A lot of the work's going to be done by big plays out of the cup, out of the running backs. And then... This Bengals offensive line is not good. It's just not good. And that's where I think Aaron Donald can come in. Just because it's very, very hard for a defensive player to win MVP. That's, I think that's common knowledge amongst football fans. Right. This guy's the best player in the league against a bad O-line. Yeah. Do you know this guy could have I, four I, sacks and a fumble. I really, Quick trivia for you guys before you go, Justin. Do you know who the last player to win MVP was? The last, as in last, last year. No, the last player the to win. The last defensive player. Yes, the last defensive player to win MVP. Was it the Patriots Super Bowl against the Seahawks? Was it, it wasn't Butler? Was it? Any guesses that it Justin Von Miller? Von Miller. Wow. Right. I bet him fifteen to one, baby. Hey now, Mike all right. Dina winning a lot of money. So Giggity. we are crunch for time. So you've got Aaron Donald. I'll take Matt Stafford on MVP. I think it's going to use if if a quarterback does throw for over two hundred and seventy five yards in a, in, in a big game in a championship they're game. Give it to him. They're going to give it to him. So that's why I'm going with Matt Stafford. But ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for us. Thank you so much for listening to this championship weekend edition of Guys Behind the Glass. I'm Luke Legrano. I'm Justin Ellick. I'm MD Fantasy. Thank you guys for joining us, and we'll uh, we'll see you next week. Enjoy the game.